Welcome to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson, a show that brings you regular interviews, tips and tools for building your business online. Hi, and welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. This is a show all about how to grow your own online business. And every week I get to talk to amazing people from the world of e-commerce. Let me tell you, it's such a privilege because I get to ask them all kinds of weird and wonderful questions about what they know and how it's going to help us develop our own businesses online right? And today is definitely no exception to this rule. Today we are asking the question, how long does it take to make money with an e-commerce startup? You know, it's uh, it's a great question, isn't it? How long? I mean, you've slogged through the hard work of researching your product. You've, you've, you've planned your business. You've written your business plans. You've secured funding, uh, however that's come. You've even created the website uh, and now you're thinking, well, I've made one or two sales, but when am I going to see the money come in, right? When am I actually going to start to make a profit? Uh, when is this all going to be the promised land like everybody tells me it is when I set up a digital business? Well, to dig into that question and a lot more, today's guest is Darwin Liu, who is the founder and CEO of X Agency, a results-driven, invite-only digital marketing agency. Uh, and we're going to get into that. Now, Darwin is going to be digging into the areas uh, in which we as entrepreneurs can stop wasting money and start making money. Why you sh- maybe should avoid heading to an e-commerce agency. What's that all about? And how long, as we said, does it actually take to start making money? So that's what we're going to get into today in today's podcast. If you are watching the live recording on the live stream, you can say hi, join in on the comments and ask your questions and we will definitely get round to those. So great to see you on the live stream. Now, uh, to give you a bit of background, Darwin is an entrepreneur and marketing expert who founded, uh, like I say, the the successful invite-only marketing agency, X Agency. He has grown his business by helping companies and brands establish their digital presence, right? So he's helped people like you and me, uh, and uh, that's why we've got him on the show. And he's here to share some great value, high-impact lessons on how to start making money with your own e-commerce business. So grab your notebooks. Uh, If you're like me, uh, you definitely are going to want to grab it because... I'm a paper and pen kind of a guy, right? And I like to take notes as we're going along. So I hope you've got your notebook ready uh, and your pen at the ready. If you haven't, I don't know, for whatever reason, then all of the notes from today's show will be available as a free download on our website. Just head on over to ecommercepodcast.net forward slash 55 to download them and you will get those totally free uh, and you can get them. And all the links from today's show will put in them as well. Now, without further ado, that's enough from me. Let me... uh, find my magic button here and then let's bring onto the show today's guest darwin darwin welcome to the show it's great to see you uh thank you for being here oh thank you for inviting me matt this has been fun the last time and i definitely will enjoy this one yeah this is going to be great i've been looking forward to this uh been looking forward to it's been a while since we spoke but it's you know it's always good when we have these kind of conversations now you're you're over in the states you're in minnesota is that right no, no, I'm actually in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, we do oh. have two offices, though. 
um, you know, and I always do slur my language, you know, my English. So I might. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, right? The reason I asked, though, I I don't know why I had Minnesota in my head. It's because Minnesota is an unusual place. You people, you know, if they come on the show, Boston, sure, why not? New York, sure. Do you know what I mean? There are certain cities that you kind of go, okay, that's. Uh, and so Minnesota, I was a bit like, okay, well, I was going to dig into that, but let's not do that. Let's let's move on. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was Minnesota. Anyway, thank you for joining us from Boston. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, how long have you, I mean, just for the people listening to the show who don't know anything about you really, how long have you been in this world of uh, digital marketing? Yeah, well, uh, uh, I can't even count time anymore, but I know I Googled how to get rid 2008 so i don't know what is that 13 14 years something like that yeah yeah yeah. 13 years it's, it's been a long time too long to be honest wow and is that how it started for you you just googled how to get rich online and then that started your journey <laughs> yeah um i think right out of college i didn't exactly know i want what i wanted to do but i knew that i did not want to be working at uh, office crunching numbers so um <laughs> Now I'm still crunching numbers, but just for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At least you're in control with the, cr- the crunching of the numbers, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's on your time frame, your time schedule. Wow. Yeah. So you've been around then uh, a while in, I mean, you know, 13, 14 years in digital marketing. When you think about, I always say that digital marketing is like dog years. Do you know what I mean? You kind of, every year is like seven years in real life. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's. You've been around over 10 years. You've been around in this agency a long time. How have you seen things change during that time? So I, I guess a couple of good or bad things about digital marketing, or what I really do like about you know this field is that it does change that fast, right? It is dog yeah. years, you know, and, and that's what keeps it interesting, but that's also what keeps you on your toes. I don't think there's ever... <laughs> where I can open the, the my you know website and open my browser and see that there isn't something new. So that's the crazy thing. Um, what I would say is, you know, there was a lot of opportunities back in the day. Uh, it was mm-hmm. sort of like the West where I was advertising scams. You know, I was selling rebills for fat loss, make money at home, teeth whitening. Uh, they were out there. There was a ton of opportunities. And what I would say is there's still a ton of opportunities today. Um, it's just changes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Google's catching. On. So, you know, um, back in the day, we were paying five cents CPCs. Nowadays, we are paying a dollar CPC. So as mm-hmm. definitely changed that aspect, um, people were using that desktop back then. When mobile was coming, it was a yeah. huge change and no one actually knew what to do with themselves. But now that that's a thing, right? Um, so now it's, it's what's new in 2021. Um, I guess, I mean, everything is new. It's just privacy <laughs> nowadays. That, that's the big talk. Uh, privacy. It is at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's interesting. Have you been following the sort of the Apple Facebook debate that has been raging uh, through social media? Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, we we we're forced to follow it, right? It's it's. But I do laugh all the time just because it's big corporation fighting big corporation. At the end of the day, you know, they're both pointing fingers. They're both just trying to make money for themselves, to be honest. You know, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. A huge process market for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just very true. It fascinates me, the whole wrangling about it. Like you say, it's just two big companies having a fight. And you're just like, whatever. Just just let me know the result when it's finished. <laughs> you know, it's it's that kind of thing, isn't it? So you've seen a lot of changes then over the last 13 years. Um, 
and I, I liked the the comment that you said. It, it does keep you on your toes. It does change, doesn't it? And there are a lot of things that you kind of have to get around with. And this is, um, I guess this is, if you're starting out in e-commerce, um, if you're listening to the show and you are starting out, this is one thing that you're going to have to get your head around. It is constantly moving, right? And the goalposts are constantly changing uh, for you and your business. And you, you have to stay up to date. You have to kind of stay connected with what's going on. Um, otherwise, you fall behind quickly. I don't know if you find that. 100%. Um, I think it, it gets way harder for sort of solopreneurs nowadays to, to run an e-com business, right? Just because mm -hmm. there's so much information out there, it's hard to stay on top of everything. Uh, but for the most part, yes, you have to stay on top of the info and, and more importantly, the correct info. Um, you have to pick the correct industry because again, e-commerce moves at a lightning pace. Um, what was being sold six months ago isn't hot now, right? So mm -hmm. if you find the right product, the right strategy, the, the right marketing, the deliver deliverability, um, then yeah, I think you definitely do have a business plan. Um, if not, then you're going to be like the, I'd say, what, millions of other e-commerce preneurs yeah. who have but disappeared. So Yeah, and it's I, I totally agree. It's a shame, isn't it, in some respects. You see a, a lot of businesses come and go because that, you know, they're, I don't know if you had it in the States, you know, the fidget spinners. Um, yeah. A guy came to me, a guy came to me a few months ago and said, listen, I've got a, I've got a warehouse full of fidget spinners. What do you think? I was like, dude, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm not convinced you're going to sell those very quickly. You know, the, the whole world's moved on. Um, it's quite fascinating, isn't it? And you do see that a lot, actually, uh, with, with the products. So how do you, how do you stay up to date? I mean, how do you stay on top of things? Uh, well, for me, I, I think I, I care about a couple of things that are the most important, right? One is sort of, I know that in sort of what anyone does, whether it's e-com, whether it's marketing, whether it's accounting, I think we're sort of limited by our time. So mm -hmm. uh, for me, I automate the majority of everything that I do, um, especially these articles. So I have RSS feeds set up, you know, for all of the blogs that I read um, so that I can stay on top of these things. Um, I do force myself to read some of these things every other day just so that I am on top of it. And yeah. usually if, if it's a big enough issue, right, people do bring it up enough where I do see it. So um, you know, that, that, that's sort of how I, I stay on top of it. One thing that we, you know, might get sidetracked on is the fact that I try to stay on top of every marketing trend. So mm -hmm. whether SEO, Facebook, SEM, um, um, content, whatever it is, right? And, and because of the fact that I am staying on top of everything digital marketing, I learn faster or, or I, I process the information faster. So I, uh, just to summarize, I get an RSS feed of sort of every digital marketing um, I guess channel, you know, if that's what you call it. And I, I learn a little bit of each every time I read so that everything yeah. becomes sort of a approach. That's very good. And so you do that, did you say every other day, you're sort of actively yeah. trying to keep on top of things every other day. So if I was starting out in the whole digital marketing thing, where would, I don't know, three or four places to go straight away would you recommend to, to help me stay on top of things? Yeah, so a couple of simple ones would be stay on top of the Google blog, the Facebook mm -hmm. blog, um, search engine world, search engine land. It's probably the four easiest things I can think of. So search engine world, search engine land, Google and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. And we'll link to those in the show notes, but they're, I mean, just Google them and you'll find them. I mean, it's pretty straight. They're pretty industry standard, right? Uh, it's a yeah. beautiful thing about, uh, about the internet these days. 
So you you read these blog posts every day and you kind of pull out new things here and there to keep keep on top of things with digital marketing. And one of the things that we got into in our last conversation, which is hence the reason we're having this this podcast now, um, you were pretty big on the idea that actually entrepreneurs um, waste a lot of money in e-commerce and there are ways ar- around, uh, or th- there are ways to mitigate that so we don't actually unwittingly lose a lot of money was that is that a is, is that still something that you think is is true 100 percent, yeah um just to sort of jump in on that really quickly you know i guess just the question that we have as the main topic for today right how long does it take uh an e-commerce company to actually start making money well the answer to that is i actually i i don't know because <laughs> this that go into what makes something successful right mm-hmm. um have one client which we ran the same marketing program on that started making money within four months we had this uh, you know another client running the same exact sort of marketing strategy and they're still not break even after a year you know mm-hmm. um and it was same same sort of tactic same thing going on same same business it's apparel business and why weren't they making money well um the biggest issue that you know when we went in and looked at was they wanted to be like Nike right off the bat. They they had this huge branding thing. They spent so much money on on this amazing looking website that you know you know cool catchphrases, um, big mm-hmm. big photo things like that. And they're not a Nike. No one knows them. Nike can sell anything on their site, even if it's crappy, right? Uh, yeah. And that's what they stuck on, and that's where they wasted all their money when it was just a little. You know, we said, hey. Nike wasn't always Nike. Look at how they used to look like. ASOS wasn't always ASOS. Backtrack to a crappy site that just sells. You know, no one cares yeah. about your brand right now. I mean, they actually did that. And then they slowly started to make money. And, and that's where they wasted. We wasted about eight months of sort of no conversion because of something like that. That makes sense. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. Because um, when, it, when you are thinking about this question, how long does it take for an e-commerce business to make money? I guess one of the first questions you've got to ask is, well, how much money do you need to make, right, to, to pay off your initial investment? Because um, to, to actually make money, obviously, if it costs you 100 grand to get the business set up, well, anything less than 100 grand, you've not made any money. You're, you're still, you know, making a loss, right? Whereas if you're setting up an e-commerce website and, and you've literally paid the Shopify fees of 80 bucks, well, then that's a very different, that's a very different story um, and a very different thing. And it's, it's intriguing how you've come across a brand that's willing to invest a chunk of change at the start in the brand and the catchphrases and the flashy website and all that sort of stuff with the belief that it will pay back later. I mean, do you think that, do you think that was the right way for them to, to actually begin their journey? No, um, there's, there's clearly, you know, just, just like sort of a a map or GPS, there's many ways to get somewhere, right? There's, Mm -hmm. there's, roles to get to the same location but then there's obviously the dead ends um something like that was definitely a dead end <laughs> the, any company that sort of starts out they they really at least in my opinion from what i've seen and we, and we work with a ton of mid to prize level companies mm-hmm. um there's, there's two ways to really sort of make money right one is to pay your way through two mm-hmm. is to use equity if you don't have any money you're going to use your time you're going to write your blog post you're going to do ambassadors things like that right um but having a website that is brand heavy and wasting all this money on branding right up front, in my opinion, has never been something that we should be doing. You know, the branding thing comes later when you do have enough coming. That is when you can start branding yourself. There's no point in having an amazing brand that no one knows. Um, and that's what usually ends up happening when, 
when companies do something like that. And I think I just want to re-emphasize this because this is such an important point and it is, I, I'm 99 times out of 100, I'm going to be in agreement with this idea that actually branding uh, is not something you need to invest in at the start. So if you are thinking of starting your own e-commerce business, if you are thinking of, or you've just started this journey, be relieved that you don't have to go and spend 100 grand, right? I was working with a company, they spent 120 grand on a brand and it took, took a really long time and that was just the brand. That was, do you know what I mean? It's like, they've not sold a single thing. You're like, that's a lot of money to try and now recoup. Where, um, was there a different way? Do you know what I mean? A, a, maybe a better way they could have tested or developed or proven a concept before they went and invested all that cash. We'll never know because they never did it. Um, and I think, um, I think that again, this is, this is uh, what you said is so critical because time and time again, um, you see people who want to start e-commerce businesses and they feel like they can't because their website has got to attain some level of visual kudos. Do you know what I mean? Bef before they sort of start heading down that road. Do you find that? Uh, yes and no. I mean, there comes, the, there's a breaking point where your site is so crappy that no one actually ever trusts it, right? There is that wall <laughs> break. However, I mean, nowadays, every site is almost pre-built. Shopify has themes, and buying just a pre-built one for $100 freaking dollars is enough to get you through the door, you know? Yeah. Um, people don't need heavy brand messaging to buy things nowadays. I think we have been subconsciously trained to, to click the ad to cart, to get these abandoned cart emails, to get, get these emails for, you know, things that we've viewed already. So, no, you just need a working website, right, for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. Look at any sort of big brand out there, whether it is ASOS, whether it is Nike, Adidas, use waybackmachineorchive.org. Look at how they started out, and they were all crappy sites, you know. Yeah. They can, with what they have now, on a brand-heavy site that totally sucks because they are the Adidas, they are the Nikes. Anyone mm -hmm. would just go and buy something, and they will go through the frustrations of buying something because they are that brand. Um, and if you're not, that's not going to work for you. You know, you, you need it to be nice and simple. You need to add the cards to be right there, right in front of your face. You need people to be able to check out and then just run your correct marketing program, your abandoned cards, your remarketing, your remarketing, uh, marketing campaigns, your emails, things like that, and you'll sell. Okay, so um, that's, that's some, that I think they're really good points because if you're not going to go and spend 100 grand on branding um, and we're trying to, you know, conserve cash at the start so it's easier to make cash, a little bit down the line so it's quicker to make our profits i guess what are some of the good ways that we should start what are some of the things that we should think about yep so this is sort of how i see it as a process and this this would be for whether you have no money or you have a ton of money right um traffic is traffic so anyone who's ever been on your site um they're most likely never going to come back again so you've lost that so you, mm -hmm. your job is whatever sort of effort i'm putting into marketing um, how do I make it so that's recurring? So mm -hmm. step one is to set up your automated flows, right? So whether it is making sure that, and this, all of this is just upfront, say manual labor or upfront setup fees, yeah. costs, whatever. And then you're almost golden, right? So it's going to be your email abandoned uh, flow programs, whether it's your product, uh, email product view, email uh, welcome series, email abandoned cart, email past purchases. Mm -hmm. Set that up one time, you're good to go. It just goes automatically. If it's Clavio, you pay to play. Um, 
then you set up your remarketing program, say on Facebook. And again, it's not expensive, right? But it's the in marketing, there's the law of three or the law of seven. If people are coming to your site, they're not going to buy right away. You are not Amazon.com. You know, people don't know your brand. They need to see you over and over before they buy something. So if you're going to put in, whether it is your time or your money, you want to make it go further. Uh, mm -hmm. Set up your remarketing programs on Facebook. And it's the same thing, abandoned cart, product viewed, past purchases. And then set up your remarketing programs on your SEM program. Same thing, abandoned mm -hmm. cart, product viewed, uh, past purchases. And you get these sort of automated things going and it doesn't cost that much to go. You know, that's that's cheap. That's that's fairly cheap compared to say a, a, fruit, a full uh, true marketing program, right? So mm -hmm. get those things set up and then you can do whatever the hell you want. Whether it's your blogging, whether it is your your you know brand ambassadors, affiliate marketing, things like that. Um, but I would set up the, the automated sections first. Okay, that's pretty useful. So set up your automation sections first. Um, and you talked there about um, getting your remarketing done on Facebook uh, and and so on and so forth. And for those who, who are watching the show that maybe are really new and they're not quite sure what you mean by remarketing, how, how, can you briefly explain that? Yeah, so um, just I would say look inward into your own shopping behavior online, right? Um, picture the last thing you bought. You go on Google, you type in um, bathrobes, and you're searching on bathrobes, and you're clicking on the bathrobes. You go to the site, but you're still doing your research, so you do it multiple times, and you go on multiple sites. Uh, what remarketing does is it brings that company back up into your face. So for e-com, um, we do dynamic remarketing, so if you clicked on a extra large pink bathrobe with elephants on it we make sure that that bathrobe is following you around right mm -hmm. so that's that's actually sell something uh you know again if it was amazon you go there right away and you buy right uh, on the same spot on that day right however as marketers we know that people need to see it at least three to seven times before they actually buy something so again if you're going to spend that dollar to get someone to your site or if you're going to spend that hour writing that blog just to get that one person you want to export or you want to you know make that that time or that money go exponentially further by running remarketing because that's the only way it really does sell mm -hmm. okay thank you for that i think that's, that's a really helpful explanation so if you are um if you are starting out in an e-commerce business you're thinking how long this is going to is this going to take to make money i think the, the bottom line is well how long's a piece of string slightly you know uh, it's not actually that straightforward to predict a lot of it depends on how much you've invested at the start. This is what we've covered so far. But there are things that you can do to help yourself. And so what you're saying here, Darwin, is the first thing you can do to help yourself to get those profits quicker is set up these automations and remarketing things. Um, uh, and they're, they're the foundations. I would say that's the second thing. Sorry for jumping around. You know, I'll be a little bit more clear. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I would say... And these are tactics, right? So setting up remarketing, setting up things like that. These are marketing tactics that anyone can sort of do um, to make a good marketing program. I think the biggest thing that we see when whenever we take over clients, uh, what they're really missing, uh, missing are actually proper uh, metrics or proper KPIs. There's no baselines. They don't know how much they made. They don't even know what their cost of goods are. Um, and then they don't know what the goals are. They, they don't know where the traffic's coming from. They don't know what the next benchmark is. So for... For me, right, I would say the first thing anyone or any company really should do is set up Google Analytics, uh, get a simple spreadsheet, figure out what the traffic is, figure out how much people actually buy something, and if there's no one buying yet, you know, figure out where the traffic's coming from. And even if it's 300 visits a month, your job is to say, okay, for next month, I want to get 600, I want to get 900, I want to get 1,000. And then mm -hmm. with that, 
then you can actually go say, okay, what marketing tactics do I want to do? How much money do I have to do this? How much time do I have to set up this program? What do I do first? So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, that comes to versus tracking and metrics. Okay, so that's that's a bit of a head spinner right there, isn't it? The whole tracking and metrics thing. I can I I, I think it's quite. In, I can imagine people listening going, I I don't even know where to begin or how to do that. Um, and so uh, your advice is quite straightforward. You've got to make sure your analytics is on and basically be looking at the data. Where are your customers coming from or your visitors coming from? Um, and let that data start to shape how you then market to those people, right? Yeah. Correct. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fairly straightforward advice. Um, and I, I kind of, is it that straightforward to do though? Is, it actually, is the outworking of that actually that straightforward? Uh, so this is what I would say, right? Um, it's, it's a two-part answer. One is if, if you're a solopreneur, you are either using Shopify or WordPress WooCommerce anyways. There's plugins for that. For Shopify, you just throw it right into the interface. Mm -hmm. So technically, it is kind of straightforward to, to really just throw it on really quickly. Um, second piece is, is it actually straightforward in terms of learning Google Analytics and learning how to read your numbers and things like that? I would say no, but if you can't learn it or if you can't handle it, don't be an entrepreneur. I mean, this is just sort of the <laughs> name of the game that we do, right? If yeah, you wanted to do something, this this is not for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It, it takes great effort to create, get great rewards. So if you mm -hmm. can't you know, brace yourself to do these hard things and to set up these hard things and to learn these hard things, if you don't have the money, you should just quit now. But. Yeah, yeah, no, totally true. I think it's, um, I guess... I think it's such a wise thing. If you want to be an e-commerce entrepreneur, get your head around the data. You've got to understand the data. What data is relevant to your business and track it ruthlessly. Um, I'm always amazed when people don't do that. Uh, it's simple things like, you know, we're talking about not wasting money. And for me, one of the, one of the play, and I learned this the hard way, Darren, right? So in my own e-commerce business, um, we'd been spending thousands and thousands of, pounds or dollars every month on google adwords right just let's just put this chunk of budget into google adwords and it wasn't until about 18 months later or two years later someone came to me and said has that been worth it you know has, has that has that paid anything back to you and i'm like i don't know i'm and it's really bad that i don't know but i don't know <laughs> and so we looked at the data and went man alive we we would have been just as good going outside and, and throwing pound notes down the street, right? Because I think we would have we would have definitely won more customers by by doing that. Um, and so, no, I learned that the hard way. You've got to track the data, um, especially when when you're expending money on ads, uh, whether it's Google or paid, uh, Facebook, right? Yeah, uh, and, and you don't have to feel bad. You know, everyone does it, so uh, you're 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 in the same boat. <laughs> Yeah, I still feel, but I should, I, I, I should know better, Darwin. That's the fundamental problem. <laughs> I uh, should know better about these things. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so step one then is understand the data. Um, step two, uh, we, we're going to set up our basic automations and our remarketing. Um, and these things are fundamentals and get those basics right and in order um, rather than just doing what I did and just... And actually, rather than doing what a lot of people do is just set up a website and go to Facebook advertising straight away and throw hundreds of dollars hoping it's going to sell products. And it doesn't, right? Um, and so 
So this is all very, very good sensible advice. So what we're going to do now is we are just going to take a quick break. We're going to thank our show sponsor and I'll be back with Darwin in just a few minutes. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back very, very soon. Let me give a big shout out to one of our show sponsors, Curious Digital. You know what? I love its flexibility. It's such a great platform. You know how when you start out, you might typically use an online platform because they're cheap, they're easy to use, super accessible. But you know what? They aren't that flexible. And as your business grows, you end up moving to an agency, right? because that's just what you do. And at some point, you're going to have this nightmare to deal with. And it can be incredibly expensive. And the thing for me that I love about KD is it will grow with you. You can start out on the platform easily. And as your business grows, then KD will adapt with you. Now, I don't know of any other platform that does all of that. So if you're in the market for a new e-commerce platform, make sure you follow the links from mattedmondson.com. Take advantage of the offers that they've got for you and uh, let me know what you think. Okay, I'm here with Darwin. We're talking about all things to do with e-commerce and how to start making money on our e-commerce website. So, we have, uh, in the first part of this, looked at some of the fundamentals, the foundations, you know, and um, let, Darwin, let's get back into this conversation. What are some of the other ways that, you th- that you've come across um, that are kind of time-wasting or money-wasting things that most people get involved with that we should avoid? Uh, yeah, so let me think, right? <laughs> um, time-wasting things are, I think I have seen a lot of people do or focus a lot on the shiny objects. So so they jump from <laughs> shiny object to the next shiny object. One day it's Facebook, and then they'll jump to TikTok, and they'll jump to something yeah. else, right? Um, what I would say is sort of stick to something. Um, pick something, put some metrics towards it, stick to, to it, whether it is Facebook, whatever it is, just, just stick to it. Um, some other time-wasting things might be even blogging. Um, I've seen a lot of people sort of just just blog just to blog, right? They they uh, they don't do the keyword research. They do a five hundred word article that they would never ever rank for, um, and they're just writing and they're just writing to their heart's desires. You know, it's not what people want to read. It's not what's actually being searched, and they just write. So it's not being a waste of time. Um, a lot of posting. So they they do all these posts on Facebook and Instagram and. And all this, you know, time thinking about what to do without doing proper hashtag research, without understanding that, say, only about three to five percent of people see organic Facebook posts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, without understanding that any sort of work that they put to a social post sort of is gone because they didn't do the proper hashtag research. So it's not that it's indexed, right? It's not like someone's searching for, I don't know, um, fitness apparel their post is going to come up it's just gone they've, they've spent all this work and it goes nowhere versus say mm-hmm. if it were yo and it, they did do their research and they did write something that does get searched whatever work they put in is gonna you know pay dividends going mm-hmm. forward so um yeah i would say just to summarize shiny objects um you know seo with 500 word articles without any research and then a lot of just social posts without any sort of research yeah yeah, it's the belief, isn't it, that if I post it on social media, my business will grow. Yes, it's, exactly. It's, 
It's not a helpful belief. I mean, I, th I think it is one of those sacred cows that people have. You know, I've got 2,000 followers on Instagram, Matt. Surely I can build a business that's going to rake in millions now. No. Yeah. No, because I bet you not one of those 2,000 people are going to buy from you, right? It's a, it's, it's a really fascinating conundrum that people have in their heads, isn't it? Surely I've got, I've got 2,000 followers. Now I'm an influencer. No. <laughs> 200 in your Nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it does it, it intrigues me um, how people think about you know what they do on social, and I think sometimes people do stuff because they f it makes them feel good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, is fine, but it's not a business growing strategy. Yeah, I think a lot of and I try not to throw around the the word entrepreneur, right? Just because I, I feel like people masquerade under that that title. And instead, they're actually just trying to promote themselves, not the business. You know, it, this is more just to make me feel better as a as an influencer. That I, it's like I can tell all my friends that I'm starting a business or something. But that is a totally different topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a big, there was a, a thing going around in England a few years ago. Uh, I, I've not seen it for a little while now. Uh, it was going around in England a few years ago. Ba basically, people it was like a cartoon of people saying I'm an entrepreneur, and the other guy replying back, "Oh, so you're unemployed?" Um, yeah. It was that kind of. <laughs> Because it just became such an overused phrase, mm -hmm. wasn't it, really? And um, people didn't know what it means. Uh, I, I, I totally agree with you. I like that. I think, I think we, all, we all suffer from, in some respects, to shiny object syndrome. And I think recognising that is important. Um, but I like what you said there about just, you know, pick one thing, get some metrics, stick with it, and just become good at that, um, especially if your customers are there. Right. So just focus in on that and don't worry about the rest of it. Just do that. So um, the blogging thing, I can I can attest to, you know, just writing pointless articles for because you think you should do it um, rather than just taking the time beforehand to go. Actually, what are people searching for? How can I help them? Um, so back to your Nike example, the, the idea that came into my head as you were talking was if I'm, you know, selling tennis shoes online um, I'm not going to write an article why these are the best tennis shoes ever, right? Because it's just, I'm not going to rank for it. And if people read it, they're never going to believe it, right? So I've got to approach this differently, haven't I? And um, I, so I like that. I think that's that's top, top advice along with the social media. So that's a lot of time-wasting stuff um, right there. Um, what what else do you think, what, what do you see a lot of people wasting money on maybe? uh okay so i mean at the end of the day uh ads i don't think the majority of people are doing it right you know um mm -hmm. a lot of i would say e-commerce companies about two years ago and these are solopreneur companies um they they hopped on the dropship wave so you know people on facebook were selling master courses on how to become an e-commerce dropship business and everyone jumped on that right yeah. uh well, was they, they paid, you know, whatever it was, a hundred bucks for that course. Uh, they thought that they could start a drop shipping company and then they, they threw down all these ads and realized that they were not making what they thought they would be uh, doing. <laughs> um, and that's, that, that's, that's really what it is. It's, it's wasting money on marketing and not really knowing how to do it. What I would say is, I don't know how much money you have, right? If you're, you're dead broke, um, go the free route. Don't even spend money on advertising. If you have mm -hmm. some advertising 
find like a verified expert. It doesn't have to be an agency. It could be a consultant, someone who who has years of experience under their belt uh, managing a Facebook program, managing an AdWords program, right? The five hundred or the thousand dollars that you're paying them is going to be worth way more than the thousand you're going to lose trying to manage this yourself. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it's so you know, big ways is just sort of almost anything ad 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 heavy. I I don't think I've I've ever seen a, a sort of e-commerce solopreneur or someone starting out actually run correct ads properly. And they usually end up wasting tens of thousands of dollars before they end up going to say an agency or an outsourcer or something like that. That's very, very good advice. Um, and just to, the, the thing which stuck out to me there was um, the thousand dollars or whatever you're gonna pay the agency to run your ads is worth more than the thousand dollars you're gonna lose trying to figure this out yourself um and i think a good ads agency are worth their weight in gold that's my experience right with running my own business we don't do internal paid media we just like there's a great guy we have involved guy called ross i should get him on the show actually um but we're just like ross just because he's great right and you know the guys are in there every day they're checking the results they're looking at what's working what's not working they understand concepts like roi or return on ad spend and it's like it's like they're laser targeted on this as if they're fixated on it. They've got to hit their goals. They've got to hit their targets and it's brilliant. And they're, they're worth every penny because we wouldn't be able to do that. Do you know I mean? Oh, I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't have the time or capacity to do that. I maybe could set it up, but then next week I'll have totally forgotten that I'd set it up because my head's somewhere else. Right. So, um, as editor, right. You shouldn't really be uh, focusing on every single thing that you're doing in the company. You're, you should try to, you know, focus on the tactics, the strategy, how to grow. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's totally right. I think this is one of the lessons you learn, isn't it? How quickly are you going to make money? Part of me would say, how quickly can you get rid of doing just about everything in the business and give it to somebody else? Um, because there are people much better at it than you, right? I mean, I, I have my own e-commerce business. I'm really fortunate. Our company is doing well. Um, or my companies are doing well, my e-commerce businesses are doing well. Uh, and the trick I learned years ago was to go and find people smarter than me to do a lot of the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, it's, it's such a critical lesson to learn. And ads, especially ads, just just go get some really good people. How do you, I suppose if I'm, I'm listening to myself talk um, here, Darwin, I'm going, this is top advice from you. Um, but how do I how do I do that? How do I find a good ads agency? How do I know who to trust? Because surely there's a lot of charlatans out there that I want to try and avoid, right? Well, uh, I would say this: How did you find Ross? <laughs> uh, recommendation, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good question. Um, he was referred to me. Perfect. So, and we'll we'll hop on that that topic later for how to actually make money. Okay, so just keep that top of mind. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, with that said, though, you know, referrals are obviously the best. You would ask a, you know, business owner in your realm who, who they go to, right? Um, I have used Upwork extensively. I have used, and, and there were the other two outsourcer sites back in the day when I first started out, um, that you were able to hire people. Uh, and it was still hard, right? They, they had the recommendations. They had the reviews. But it's actually still super hard to vet someone. Uh, what I would say is if you don't have anyone in your network, if you don't have anyone else, um, if you can't ask around, Upwork is usually the place to go if you want to mm-hmm. find someone good. What I would say is stick to the Americans or the Ukrainians. Uh, Ukrainians, if you want to save money, 
uh, don't go to the Middle East or Pakistan or things like that. Everyone there is an expert because this is, you know, this is the, where they make money. So do not go there. Um, look at the reviews. Uh, get get referrals from sort of, you know, their current clients. Uh, and just shop them just like you would shop any product. Um, read, read what people have to say about them, you know, so see if they've done good, uh, good by their current clients, see what kind of history they have, see if they have experience in your current uh, category. So yeah, um, gig economy is huge. Upwork is the one I go to. Uh, I don't use it anymore, but back in the day it is. There's a bunch out there now. I just don't know what they are, um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good. So I've used Upwork a lot over the years as well. So yeah, definitely check that out. Okay, so that I think that's all helpful advice. You know, don't don't waste time, don't waste money, especially on ads when you don't need to. Get some expert help and um, outsource as much as you can. Use sites like Upwork to help you because it's relatively inexpensive. Um, so I want to I want to circle back a little bit then to this referral thing that that uh, that you mentioned. Um, otherwise, I'll forget if I don't do it now. <laughs> cool. So, you know, I think we talked a lot about mistakes that we do um but we haven't really dived into sort of maybe some some key things that people should think about that they normally don't think about when they start uh you know e-commerce business or any business right um so even when i was starting out i i sort of knew um that what i think based on sort of the small business administration 70 or 80 or 90 percent of businesses fail when in the first um start out right um I knew that I was sort of limited by a couple of things. One is time, and two is I'm a Me Too company. Um, how many you know marketing agencies are out there? Tens, mm-hmm. hundreds, thousands, right? Um, how many econ companies are out there? You're not the first one to sell pants, right? You're not the first mm-hmm. one to sell doggy. There are, are a ton out there. So, yeah. And how many of them are running marketing programs with experts? Again, thousands, tens of thousands. So it really is. All right, how do I do something else? that is different than what everyone else is doing that isn't talked about on search engine land that isn't talked about everywhere else right um and one key marketing tactic that people really truly don't or don't remember or or don't don't even sort of realize or look into is partners partnerships referral programs Mm -hmm. like that um and if we were strictly talking about an e-com business right um the two things i look at is our limiter is time and two is how do I get the big boys to become my partners or to talk about me so that I can actually sell something? I can actually take my 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 you know brand from relative obscurity to everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, and that's how, that that's how you jump. Um, so if it was an e-com company, I really would say look for partnerships and automate that process somehow. If I am writing a blog, right, um, I would figure out how to automate it so that I can reach out to all the big and if I'm selling female apparel, um, I would try or female gym apparel. I would try to reach out to as many sort of blog writers that are talking about gym for females or working out for females to talk about my product. You know, if I could just get one person to do that, that is going to be paid dividend hundred you know hundred hundred times dividends compared to you know me trying to write my own blog by myself on my own blog where no one reads. Right? Um, yeah. If it was for social media postings. How do I actually get someone big in the fitness industry to actually talk about me? How many people do I have to reach out to? You know, what is the best process of that for, for that? How do I go to these networking events? How do I meet them in person so I can sort of do something where, where they will talk about me, you know? So yeah. that's, and if you just spend some time doing that, whether it is writing down your top 100 
you know, people in your category, whether it is writing down um, uh, people who you really aspire to be and just reaching out, things like that is, is what sort of jumps a company from nothing to, to something big. And that is all, all you need is one or two people to start it. And once you do, you're, you're golden. You know, everyone starts talking about you. Uh, then you, your company uh, relatively seems it came out of nowhere, but actually, you know, you spend all this time doing the right thing. So this is sort of a thing that I, I try to always look at, which is, all right, how do I build my partnerships? How do I get people to pr promote me, right? Because, you know, that's a warm lead. So um, that's, yeah. that's way better, easier than sort of the, any marketing that you can do. No, that's, again, a very, very good top advice. I remember um, there's a product called um, Saint-Tropez. I don't know if you have it in the States, but Saint-Tropez is um, a fake tan. It's like a spray tan type thing. And this was years ago. Um, and I've always been part of the beauty industry. And I remember this story. And I think it was it was a, a relatively obscure company um, until one day the paparazzi photographed Victoria Beckham that had like a clear plastic bag that she was carrying stuff in, one of which was the Saint-Tropez self-tenant. And then that one photograph uh, just catapulted that business from relative obscurity to sort of international stardom yep. overnight. And so you see the power of it. And I think... You can also, I don't know if you've had any experience of this, you can also reverse engineer the process. Like you can look um, at uh, well-known people who are the people that you admire, the people in your industry. And, you know, I, I could have reversed engineered. I could have kept having photos of Victoria Beckham coming up in my feed, in my RSS feed. And I could go, it's interesting she started using that product. Let's put that on our shelves, right? And so we did that when um, William and Kate, you know, the, Prince William and, and Kate started dating. Uh, we found out what skincare products she used and we started selling those on our website because you know somebody somewhere was going to ask her and it was going to appear in a magazine and people were going to go, where do I buy this stuff from? And we just wanted to appear, you know, top of the ranks in Google. So um, you can reverse engineer it. You just gave away a secret, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's um, yeah, and, and I, there are definitely people doing that, especially someone like you, right? And I think you just basically proved that I think you can make money online in almost any way that you can think of you just have to think a little bit right so mm -hmm. um definitely that that's a good great tactic and it's great that you, you told your uh, listeners no <laughs> yeah we don't care uh it's it's you know uh so um so i mean this is all fantastic stuff darwin now one of the things that is in my notes to ask you about uh, and one of the things i said at the top of the show was why should you not go to an e-commerce agency perhaps straight away what was your thinking behind that yeah, so in terms of sort of how I see an e-commerce agency, uh, agency charges fees, right? So we mm -hmm. we go after mid to price level clients, and our you know our fees are actually pretty high, and a solopreneur wouldn't be able to afford these kind of fees. Um, mm -hmm. The only time you should actually go to an e-commerce agency is when you actually have the funding or or the ability to, to, you know, if you're a brand new brand, if you're okay with not making money or being profitable within the first six months to a year and a year and a half, then I would say go to an e-commerce agency. But usually, you know, the fees up front is going to be too much for someone who does not have the products, who does not have everything ready and then going for them. Uh, as a solopreneur, what I really would do is go to a solo contractor who has, you know, credibility. Um, I wouldn't yeah. go to... Uh, yeah, no, it's a very good point. Agencies are good, but agencies are expensive. Um, exactly. And it's and you've got to marry those two things together. You're buying relative expertise. 
uh, and you've got to figure out at what point that's going to be useful for your business. No, that's great. So if I circle back to our opening question, how long does it take to take to take? Let me say, I'll start that question again. How long does it actually take to finally start making money? What are some of the benchmarks? I mean, it's, it's an interesting question and difficult to answer, but what are some of the benchmarks maybe that we could leave people with? Yeah, so I, what I would say is this. Um, by year one, if you are not breaking even in any of your endeavors, then you really should relook at your marketing program or, or what you are doing. Um, mm -hmm. By year one and a half, if you are actually not profitable, at least in some sort of way, um, again, you're doing something wrong, right? Um, I think we, we personally, I personally helped three companies go from nothing to say 100 stores physically. Um, our company has helped, I think, I don't even know anymore off the top of my head, I think double digits uh, companies, you know, just, just uh, go, go from nothing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think I've ever seen any of our clients take more than a year and a half. That's sort of in our experience, or at least in my experience, a year and a half is sort of the longest I would go. Um, and that's, of course, again, you know, this is a loaded question. If you are a solopreneur who's sort of dilly-dallying and putting two hours here, two hours there, that doesn't really, um, um, I don't think time is a great um, uh, sort of <laughs> uh, benchmark for anything, right? Mm -hmm. um, but just to, just to, you know, use this as the benchmark, say a year, break even, if you're not there, then then really, you know, reevaluate your program. A year and a half, if you are not making any sort of money, change industries, I don't know, pay someone, I don't know, yeah. change something. It's really not working too well. Um, yeah, something's now, got to give. Yeah, um, we've had companies um, make money within the first four months. We've, I have friends who started, you know, high-end dropshipping products, uh, running a marketing program, literally profiting within the first two months. So... Mm. I, what I would leave your listeners with is um, the product doesn't matter. Um, the time or the money doesn't technically really matter, but having the correct marketing program does. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't have, or if you don't actually have the strategy that matches your time or your money, um, nothing you do will, will work. You are mm -hmm. literally just wasting. So you really do sort of plan your whole sort of strategy right you can sell a pet rock nowadays and people will buy it if you actually put it out correct <laughs> if you tell the story the right way people will definitely buy it yeah uh, exactly. and that there are people that will do that and you just gotta it's yeah. it's telling the story the right way and finding those people isn't it and just getting them to, to yeah. engage so and that's what marketing is all about and so uh that's been super helpful and again it, you, it's been great because actually you you know if you're listening to the show and you kind of go that's great i'd if you go to the show notes, go to ecommercepodcast.net forward slash 55 because it's episode number 55. Um, just read through the notes, read through the transcript and all of the things that Darwin's talked about, you know, all of the basics, all of the fundamentals. Get those right in your marketing strategy, you know. Uh, and if you're not making money yet, maybe go and check those things, how are they working for you, you know. Uh, Darwin, listen, I really appreciate this. I really appreciate your time and, um, and, and you sharing stuff with us. How can people get a hold of you, bud? How can they reach out to you if they want to connect? Yeah, uh, our, our company website is xagency.com. You can always reach me at email at darwin at xagency.com. Um, I promise that, you know, I will respond when I can. I just won't respond right away. Um, but <laughs> if you guys do have questions, I, I definitely do love to help. So reach me there at darwin at xagency.com. 
That's awesome. And like I said, we'll put all of the links to Darwin in the show notes and you can get them. Darwin, listen, it has been an absolute treat for me. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Do you know what I've really enjoyed? If I'm honest with you, I've just enjoyed the fact that you've been totally blunt um, and just straight down the line. Uh, no no uh, wishy-washy kind of just just tell it as it is. And I've, I've really enjoyed the straight talking nature of it. So uh, thank you for being with us. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you, man. I, I loved uh, your show. So, you know, definitely that's why I, I keep coming on. So, um, yeah, I loved it. You're a, you're a gentleman, sir. Very kind of you. We'll speak soon. Yeah. Well, wasn't Darwin fantastic, though? I mean, I just love my conversations with him. Such a cool guy. Very generous with what he shares. Uh, and like I said, I just I just love the, the straightness of how he talks. No, no fluff, no nonsense. If you're doing this, change. Why, why are you doing that? Uh, and I, I quite like that. That's 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 uh, that's good and that's refreshing. So as I said to you, if you um, if you uh, want to download the show notes, they are available to you for free. You'll be able to get those at ecommercepodcast.net forward slash 55. Um, and you can connect with Darwin and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure he'd be more than happy to reach out and talk to you. Uh, he's <laughs> he's such a generous guy. Um, and so. Whew, what a great show. What a great show. Thanks for those of you joined by the live stream. Uh, always great to connect with new people. Do connect with what's going on here because every week uh, we do an e-commerce podcast. We do a new, new show where we get to talk to some amazing guests just like Darwin uh, who bring insane value. Uh, and hopefully if you got some great stuff out of it tonight, uh, then I would appreciate it if you could if you could rate the show on iTunes. Just head on over to iTunes and give the show a rating. Uh, share us out on social media if you feel like it, because it's always great to connect with new folks around the world. Um, and just head on over to ecommercepodcast.net forward slash 55, like I said, for tonight's show notes. Thanks for listening. Do come back next week as I get to interview some more amazing people. That's it from me. Have a fantastic week wherever you are. Uh, and I wish you every success with your e-commerce business. I'll be back again soon. Uh, bye for now. You've been listening to the e-commerce podcast with Matt Edmondson. Join us next time for more interviews, tips, and tools for building your business online.